chaos seems to be everywhere. The world appears to be untethered and, for some, spinning wildly out of control. But is it really? What is real? Perhaps reality is what you believe it to be. Today, I'm going to show you how chaos, which is the science of surprises, is expecting the unexpected, and how understanding the theory of chaos can help lead you to your best life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. The 100-day Kinetic Belief Guided Journal is available for aligning your desires in order to manifest your best life, and it's on the website. Also, this book is actually used for progressively journeying your life toward perfected completion. I become your personal guide to help you reestablish creative authority in your life, and it works. Also, check out the upcoming event locations at kineticbelief.com. Megan. Hello, sir. I was just thinking. What? We should get your violin out this weekend, and we should play some music together. (laughs) Oh, that would be fun. It's been a while. I miss it. I do too. We've been traveling so much. It's hard to to pause for a moment sometimes. My gosh, you know, I think of you and the violin is just sort of synonymous. You guys are one. (laughs) And I I miss it when you're not playing every day, all the time, (laughs) lulling me to sleep at night, waking me up, going through the day, following me around, playing your violin. I don't know if it's ever been that that crazy, but you probably wish it was. Well, in my imagine, I'm journaling that, so get ready. (laughs) (laughs) You're manifesting me obsessively playing the violin for you. We're going to be in London. In April, and oh yeah! I think that I'm going to bring a piano into the venue this time. I think you should, and we should do some sort of musical performance. I mean, oh, can we just play that. for three hours? Uh, yes, actually, actually, we can. That's where we'll <laughs> Wait a minute. get our practice. Come on, in. guys, come back. Wait, we'll stop. <laughs> yeah. Now we really are going to be in London on uh, April 11th. That's the plan, and then Scotland and Ireland for the Mastering the Universe Kinetic Belief Workshop. Those yeah. things are so much fun. They're to do, so aren't much they? fun, and uh, all that info is on the website kineticbelief.com. Why don't we jump right in? The illusion of chaos. I want to jump right in. Can you I've already that? jumped into the weekend, so you know, let's just jump into the podcast. Chaos. Chaos. What do you give your attention to? There is the question. You know, some people are inherently attracted to chaos. They go running after it. Yes, they are. They are. They either, here's the thing, they either gravitate to it or they, they're the ones that are causing it. Yeah. And, or some people are just doing both. I, I, I'm the opposite. Of what? <laughs> of all of it and of none that. of it. <laughs> you yeah. think so? I, avoid, I think you just created a little bit. I avoid chaos <laughs> and drama at all costs. <laughs> That's a great... Absolutely. Well, okay, just for example, um, firefighter arson, that is an actual phenomenon. Have you ever heard of that? Firefighter, firefighter arson. Fire... That's hard to say. Uh-huh. Firefighter. Firefighter arson. It's involving firefighters who are also arsonists. Oh my, that sounds like some weird movie, like a Lifetime movie. <laughs> well, here's the, some of them are motivated by uh, receiving attention, and they do it by responding to the fires that they themselves have set, and they are 
Chaos chasers. That's what we'll call them. I, I remember just last year in a small town up in Virginia, and that's why I was thinking about this, is that there were four firefighters that were arrested because they kept setting abandoned buildings on fire. Okay, so I have a question. Are they pyromaniacs, or were they like... Know. Just wanting to have something to do. I would think do. so, right? But they would they would go out and they'd find abandoned buildings, houses, whatever. And when nobody's looking, they go in and set the thing on fire. What? They go run back to the fire station and they wait for somebody to call them to go out and put the fire out. You do wonder if they would have done that Crazy. if they weren't. Maybe they were in like a really boring town. But you know what caught my attention is that it's... It, it, you would think that this is a rare phenomenon, but here's four of them. That's wild, isn't in it? In one fire That's why I wonder department. if it was just such a boring town. I think that probably has something to do with it. <laughs> you know, if, you? if they're in uh, yeah, some big Waiting city. for something to catch on fire. Oh, right. They're tired of waiting, so. But what we do know is they wild. were all attracted to chaos. Chaos. Right? They, they wanted something uh, crazy to, to get involved with. To, isn't that wild? Yeah. Chaos That's, is the science yeah. of surprise. It's the science of surprises is what it is. So, and it's surprises of the nonlinear or the unpredictable. Chaos is confusion. And where there is confusion, there is a lack of understanding. And so today we're talking about the illusion of chaos and why this is important. I always think of chaos like anarchy, like like everyone's just mm. t- lost mm-hmm. total control of themselves and, and everything around them. I would say that anarchy is yeah. chaos, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well... People, the reason this is so important is because people subsist in life for a lack of understanding. They suffer when they chase after chaos. Hmm. Human beings that are meant to live and everybody comes into this natural, into this world with the purpose of living an extraordinary life, one of wealth and health and to be joyous and happy. But that doesn't happen. And instead, they perish when chaos becomes them. So now knowing this is the thing that's going to teach us to expect the unexpected and to not be surprised by it. And this is absolutely vital to being able to attract your best, most creative life. Do you think it matters why people are attracted to chaos and drama or is that irrelevant? And it's just just the fact that they are is, is the main problem. It matters to the extent that understanding Um, why people are attracted to it is the thing that's going to help you and me and everybody that's listening to Mm -hmm. avoid it. Understanding and is always the beginning to getting wisdom and wisdom will lead you away from those things that will lead you away from your purpose for life. Because you do sort of feel like there are many ways or many reasons, I guess, that that people are attracted to, to chaos. Well, there are, and we're going to, to drill down into exactly what the root of that is, and so that we will mm-hmm. come away from today's podcast understanding how to avoid it. Okay, new, uh, new vision, Growth, new perspective. Right? Oh my gosh, yes. aren't we growing That's been a, a theme lot. lately in these podcasts. You know, you're just coming away with a new lens on all these different topics so that you can sort of, you know, pinpoint, okay, I see you. I see who you are. I see what you're doing. I can put this in a box, and I know how to deal with it. That's, it's actually incredibly empowering. Well, most of the things that we talk about always come down to knowing who you are and what your identity is. You've got to know your purpose for being here. Yeah. Who are you? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. What are you, where are you going? And I was thinking about this earlier today. Imagine this. Imagine going into a, a, a busy shopping mall. I mean, there are just thousands of people everywhere. And let's say that you decide that you're going to follow after whoever walks closest to you. 
<laughs> okay, you don't know where you're going. You, instead of going to a particular store, uh-huh. whoever walks closest to you, you're going to turn and follow them. Okay. Can you imagine that? I now, like that's that... a great picture of chaos, right? You're yeah. turning and turning and turning and walking and walking. Where are you going? I don't know. I'm following after the noise and confusion. That's chaos. I feel like the person, whoever's in your personal space um, is the last person you should be following after at the mall. <laughs> You're right. Like the weird guy that won't leave you alone. But yeah, <laughs> you right. Know? But, quite, you know, imagine if you were upstairs <laughs> looking down and you see thousands of people walking by yeah. and you just watch this this back and forth and zigzag pattern mm-hmm. of humanity going by that's chaos that's true everybody uh, well who knows if they're going to a particular place or not there may be some in there that are just following after somebody else but that's these are called stalkers t- <laughs> <laughs> i see just... what your thoughts are today <laughs> i guess so <laughs> well forget the stalkers let's just let's just imagine the chaos of lots of movement okay without any directive and without a purpose of going to any one place it's like you're going nowhere fast and that's the way a lot of people if you're not looking at it macroscopically meaning the larger picture then you're going through life doing the exact same thing chasing after chaos mm. the biggest explosion the the brightest fire wow. the 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 noise the confusion whatever the wherever the wreck is yeah yeah you know, and that's the that's the way so many people approach life because they don't know who they are and they don't know where they're going. Well, isn't it does seem like chasing after drama and chaos? It, it it can be incredibly habitual. You know, if that's the way, maybe you grew up in a household like that, or you have you've had friends that are like that. You can find yourself following after it uh, just by rote. It's not even a conscious decision. You're just like a moth to a flame. And you're not alone in this. That's right, because it, look look at how popular these news shows are now. That all they do is is uh, terrorize the world with the with fear of terrorism and uh, the you know the constant um, e- examination of things that are wrong with the world. And everybody just gravitates to the TV to see what's going on next. Everybody seems to love um, a disaster until it becomes their own. Well, that's what I was just thinking that, that these negative things, things that are incredibly negative, but that have not really anything to do with you, um, can be incredibly stimulating, I think. So it makes you feel like you're, you're really doing something. You're really pursuing something. Exactly. And that's, that is, that's where the rubber hits the road because everybody that understands a little, just a little bit about the law of attraction, then you're going to, you understand that whatever it is that is stimulating you is the very thing that you are attracting in mm. your life. Yes. It's going to redirect you. It's going to start forming, creating uh, circumstances that you're going to have to live out. True. And that's why this becomes so vitally important that you understand what it means to chase after chaos. Do you think it's our natural state, our natural default state to, you know to stare at the car wreck that we're slowly driving by and to watch is that our natural instinct it seems like it is for most well it's natural in that it is the least is the path of least resistance Mm -hmm. so the purposeful kinetic believer is the one that's putting inertia they're putting a kinetic energy to holding on to the thought form the highest viewpoint for living this life and if you pass by something that's on fire that does not agree with what you are believing to see for your own life, then you purposefully ignore it. You don't observe it to uh, create inner dialogue and to project yourself into that because that's the very thing that you're going to begin attracting into your own life. 
having the ability to cast down observations and any negative source ideas or imaginations. That is essential to enjoying the expanding life of peace. From the moment that we enter into the natural, when we come into the land of the living, all of us are tempted, like you were saying, by the alternate passions of choices that are fear-based. Like moths, like you were saying, moths to the flame, the human creative soul is attracted to the noise of confusion and chaos. It's just the way that we're wired. Until we fall in love with who we are and know what our purpose is. Unconditionally loving your inner genius, the qualities that make you different than anybody else in the universe, directs all of your attention to your inner self. And then and only then the daily decision to butterfly away from the observation of chaos by not giving your attention to it, that is the thing that will fashion you with the colors of your creative life, a kinetic believer flying through the chaos and unbecoming all of the natural negativity that's around us by choosing to be unaware of chaotic alternate realities. It seems like you're describing really that perfect representation of what enlightenment, to be enlightened really is because I think to chase after things that are fear-based and, you know, the proverbial car accident, the, the negative toxic news, you know, I think that's incredibly biological because your body and your biology is always trying to avoid, you know, being hurt or these catastrophes. And so I feel like this is like the ultimate enlightenment where it really is that mind over biology, that mind over, over your natural state to, to pull you out of this and to give you that life and to separate you out from, from the norm. That's correct. And understand that avoidance is not meditation. Mm-hmm. Avoidance is its not meditation. That's so important. And that's an excuse that people will use for watching news all day and all night and all day and all <laughs> night. Well, I mean, shouldn't I know what's going on in the world? There is a huge difference between avoiding a war zone and meditating on it day in and day out and watching the images and the photographs and the pictures and, and projecting yes. yourself into that and all of the fear that comes with it because that becomes you and it redirects your purpose for living. And those things that are negative source energy, I am telling you that they will always manifest into your life in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't mean that you're going to project yourself and then all of a sudden attract a war zone around you. But what it does mean is that you will probably end up with some kind of sickness or disease. You will certainly uh, miss out on the, the fullness of joy and optimistic happiness and peace and all of those things that you're supposed to be and are entitled to, to enjoy while you're here. That's why this is so vitally important that you avoid chasing after the chaos. And I love that you're, you're spending a lot of time talking about what we're observing and what we're watching and really what we're feeding on because I know everybody's so different, but for me personally, if I see an image over and over and over again, it's almost impossible to scrub that image from my mind. And so not putting it in there in the first place is, is a really big part of being successful at this. This world has geared itself up to feed the the hunger for the things that we're talking about. And often I'll, after someone has been to one of our Mastering the Universe workshops, and then I will hear back from them and they're saying, oh, guess what, Stephen, I'm, I finally, uh, I'm over the, the need to watch the news that I was addicted to. <laughs> but then they're still reading the fables that are about murder and kidnapping and 
fear and they are, you know, there's so many different ways that you can find these things. It's everywhere. So you really do have to clean house, if you will, uh, and and rid yourself of access to all of those things that are fear-based negative source energy. And as you were just describing, um, you know, feeding on those things, on those observations, it, it really came through to me as the fact that there are many forms of meditation. And when you're sitting in front of a thing or you're reading something or you're just consuming something visually in any capacity, that's a form of meditation and, and focus. And, um, you know, as much as maybe we, we like to pretend like it doesn't, it affects you deeply, deeply. That's correct. So you find out and you go, you take time away from all of the influence, both positive and negative in this world to uh, retreat somewhere into a place of huga mm-hmm. or a place where you can quietly consider yourself and your original purpose for being here. What makes you uniquely different? Not how are you common, not what makes you alike other people, not forget the faction that you may have attached yourself to, but you're, what makes you divergent and different from anybody else? That is where you're going to begin locating the genius of your creative purpose. And you journal that. You begin creating a highest viewpoint for those thought forms. And then you're going to progressively follow the journaling or the logbook transition through life as you continue to develop yourself in your, your original purpose for being here. And look at it this way. Somebody might be thinking, well, how will I recognize chaos? Chaos is simply every other possibility of choice, every other option, and every other idea, both good and bad, that are not in accordance with your original purpose. That's chaos. Those are simply too many choices going back and forth. It's the mall with 10,000 people in there living out their life, their purpose. But what you're doing is you're meditating to see all of them and what they're doing to consider yourself doing those same things. That's chaos. Chaos is, is considering things other than your original purpose and for your personality and your genius. So while most traditional science deals with supposedly predictable phenomena like gravity and electricity and chemical reactions and all those things, chaos theory, it deals with the nonlinear things that are effectively impossible to predict or to control. For example, you know, we're talking about the mall and people walking around, but um, things like turbulence, weather, the stock market, these phenomena are often described by fractal mathematics, which captures the seemingly infinite complexity of nature. But now there is a caveat. Anything that a creative human being having a natural experience can think of or imagine is possible. However, all of those things that can be thought of or imagined, they already exist. So in quantum physics, the recent discovery of the God particle, the Higgs boson, it proved that there was a creative bias and it existed before the Big Bang that imagined a blueprint for the design of everything that there is. In other words, researchers, they've located the fingerprints of God (laughs) and it's freaking most of them out. Until recently, it was believed that before the Big Bang, all that existed was chaos. And as a result of that, then everything that was created and brought to form was simply some kind of cosmic accident. And that was the belief. But now the theory of chaos, listen, that is not a reality. It's simply an illusion. Going back to the mall analogy, all those people are probably going somewhere. 
And in their own identity of destination, all of a sudden there's no more chaos. Chaos only belongs to the observer that's watching outside of his or her purpose for being. It's simply an illusion. So understanding the illusion prevents you from being swept away by the force of its current. Wow, that is a lot to take in. That chaos in your own identity of destination, that's when it you realize that it's just an illusion and it's not real. That's, that's wild. I don't think I've ever seen it that way or even considered that possibility possibility so then what happens if you are chasing after chaos you're going to follow after one of those people that you're watching walk by down on the lower level of the mall going to somewhere you were never meant to go you're not supposed to go there but that's what happens when we stop and we observe to meditate on the chaos that is around us chaos is to the observer the choice of an opposing destiny yeah, it's it, and, and that's such a great point when you sort of are parlaying it with this idea of not looking out to judge people's lives, how they're living, and that everything is relative. Everything is going to be relative to your own existence. And that's why we're always you're always taking us back to that idea of looking within, getting everything from within, living from within, because man, this is really cool. I'm just still wrapping my head around everything you just said. It's it's fascinating. And I'm glad you used the word judgment because judgment means that you are considering where they're going and if it's something that you too would do. And through mm-hmm. the observation of judgment, that is actually projecting yourself into their shoes. Yeah. And you're becoming their, their purpose, their identity, whether or not you follow them, actually physically follow them or not. Just imagining to, mm-hmm. through the judgment of what they're doing, puts you in that position to begin attracting the the opposing destiny for yeah. yourself. You know, it may seem like a, a silly a silly analogy here, but I spent some time recently with my sister. She has two young children, and I was just marveling, and I even told her as much. I said, I'm just marveling at how much you're doing and how crazy it is around here, and how do you keep up with everything, and how do you run your own business and raise these kids? This just seems insane. And she she just sort of paused as if she had never considered that it was crazy, and she said, well, I just, I just do it. And so that's a, that's a prime example of, you know, to me that it seemed incredibly chaotic, but that was, that was just her norm. Hmm, That's good. You know, to the observer, chaos is nothing more than a uh, kaleidoscopic lens. It's a viewpoint for those who don't know who they are. Mm. And if you covet the genius of others while not locating your own creative purpose in order to promote and embrace, love and celebrate and encourage and all those things, I'm telling you that chaos will become you. And your desires now based in fear will attract confusion and chaos. So uh, would you say that uh Developing an affinity for chaos, an attraction to chaos, is that a red flag that your life is missing something? That you is, should that should we see that as sort of a, a signal? Well, absolutely, and then also it's important to understand that really you you never develop an affinity for chaos. You come into this world with that. Mm. What you develop in is unbecoming the affinity for chaos. You unbecome the natural. Uh, path of least resistance toward chaos by imagining your best life, your best health, your best relationships, love coming and going, unconditionally loving your creator, yourself, and all others, unbecoming the negative source, energy, information, and fear-based influence of chaos that's around you. So how do we do this? How do we make sure that we're never to be swept away by the current of chaos? 
Look, while there are many natural objects that exhibit fractal properties to the observer, for example, the flame of a fire, landscapes, vistas, clouds, trees, rivers, many of the systems that surround us, all of those exhibit complex, seemingly chaotic characteristics of behavior. In other words, recognizing the chaotic, fractal nature of our world that can give us a fresh and a new insight and power and wisdom. And those kind of observations, those are magnificent and they are delightful. When we lived in San Diego, you and I, we used to watch these hot air balloons every morning going up. You remember that? It's beautiful skies, the weather there was always perfect. And when when you think about traveling through the sky like that pushed by the wind it appears chaotic yeah i mean yeah. who how does the pilot begin to know where he's going and what or what if the the i'm thinking what if the wind changes and all you've got beneath you or is the the shoreline yeah and you're heading out, out into the ocean who's, who's turning that baby around <laughs> they don't have sails <laughs> that's true well i've had a lot of opportunities to go up in a balloon and i'm telling you there is no way that i would voluntarily ascend into chaos <laughs> i'm not gonna do it on purpose <laughs> ascend or descend <laughs> either way but but here's the thing by understanding the complex chaotic dynamics of the atmosphere a balloon pilot can actually steer a balloon to a desired location mm. Likewise, um, understanding that our ecosystems and our social systems and our economic systems, they are all interconnected. Kinetic believers are able to avoid any actions that may end up being detrimental to the advancing of our mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. And so it's the wisdom that we gain and the enlightenment that then equips us to be able to avoid chaos. So are are you saying that there's... Uh, almost a way to live that is harnessing the power of chaos or I want to get a deeper understanding of of the point you're trying to make. What I'm saying is that understand that there is an appearance of chaos around us. Mm -hmm. When you see the diversity, take again the uh, watching a a flame Mm -hmm. in a fire pit. Um, It's predictable only in the sense that you know it's going to continue to burn and shine bright. However, if you look closely enough, there's so much diversity in the shape and the way that it's moving about and the height of it and the shortness and the colors, the the variety of those colors, it will then appear to be chaotic and certainly let it get out of the fire pit. And you really do have chaos on your hands as it spreads through the forest. Mm -hmm. So, but understanding the the natural um, tendency of what appears to be chaotic is only okay let's go back to the mall again okay each person that you're watching the 10,000 people going by from the place of the observer looks to be chaotic because you don't have immediate understanding and wisdom of the destination of each person that's making up the the whole Mm -hmm. however if you were to uh, follow after any one of the individuals, then all of a sudden you understand that there is a purpose to the direction of each person that's traveling. And it's no longer chaotic. It's just only from the place of observation. So understanding what chaos actually is to an observer is the beginning as a kinetic believer to not being uh, negatively fear-based, chasing after something to see what you believe to be the detrimental end of that. So in quantum physics, so much has changed in our understanding in the last eight years. There are physics behavior that is so unpredictable that they appear to be random. And that's what we're talking about. It's just the observation of a thing, and because of its 
multiple uh, directions and the unpredictable nature of a thing. It appears to be chaotic, but only due to the creative creator's great sensitivity to small changes in conditions around us. Chaos affects those who are not original. Those who are not self-centered in the correct usage of the words are condemned through the chaos of imitation, following after the noise around them. Arthur Schopenhauer, the German philosopher, said that we can divide thinkers into those who think for themselves and those who think through others. Those who think through others is the rule and those who think for themselves the exception. The first are original thinkers and egotists in the noblest meaning of the word. The original thinkers in life, those that stay true to their purpose and their own identity, the original genius within. Uh, What Schopenhauer is saying is that those are egotists in the noblest meaning of the word, meaning that it's correct and it's okay to be so dogmatically self-centered that regardless of what you see the world doing around you, you're going to continue to follow after your highest viewpoint for living. Maintaining those thought forms, it doesn't matter how loud the bell is for the fire drill or their actual fire, you're not going to be uh, uh, redefined by the noise of the world. There are so many things that we can chase after and all of them are chaotic. It appears to be chaotic until you start following after it, but if you chase after the chaos, I'm telling you every single time, it will lead you away from the identity of your original purpose. So you're you're really avoiding chaos uh, by having that strong sense of self and living a life that is genuine, authentic, original to who you really are and it sounds like chaos ensues when you're you're trying to do do something that's not you that's that's outside of your original purpose yeah and chaos is always always happening around you the world is chaotic only to the observer it's chaotic the world is full of chaos there are certain things that are predictable however from the most macroscopic point of view the further back you get the more chaotic it appears. And for example, if you were just sitting out at a street corner, people watching and judging and watching all the traffic and the noise going back and forth, and you're imagining to put yourself into the position of someone heading in a different direction, and you meditate on that, and regardless of, of where the, the person was actually traveling to, what you're doing is you're imagining yourself moving away from what you should be imagining yourself to do, and that is your original purpose. It always goes back to your identity. And what I'm just saying to you and everybody else is that we, in order to be successful in this life, know who you are, grab hold of that, hold it firmly like a football, and you're running down the field and you will not allow anybody to take it from your arms. Hold on to it tightly. It's okay to notice the things around you and enjoy the beauty of of creation and notice the heavens and even appreciate the the unique genius of others and the creators walk through the gallery and appreciate all the different um, paintings and sculptures, but do not meditate to become one of those things and move away from your original identity and purpose for living. So how does this fit in? Chaos being an illusion, how does that fit in with us maintaining our original purpose and then also 
um, not feeding on toxic chaos? Are you basically telling us there are different types of chaos? Well, there's certainly different types of chaos. Um, It's all chaotic, and some of them are fear-based, but you can even have positive chaos. Chaos, again, is anything that you will or a creator will chase after to become. If you chase after the genius of someone else, it's chaotic to you because it's mm. it's confusion and it was never meant to be you. You're trying you are aspiring to covet someone else's natural genius, and that's chaos to you. If you chase after an ambulance, you're an ambulance I used to do the news and radio and television. We had some on the staff that were called ambulance chasers. <laughs> and their job was to listen to emergency channels and whenever there was an accident oh somewhere, they'd run out, they'd go to the scene and they would report on what happened. They were ambulance chasers. They were chaos chasers. That's wow. a form. Anything that is not edifying you, building you up, championing you, encouraging you and you are considering to become, that can be construed as being chaos. I really love that you're taking us through this process where, you know, looking within, um, focusing on self, uh, being dogmatically, um, you know, nobly egotistical, like like the German philosopher was saying, that it's almost like that's a one, like a, that's a cure-all, a pill that you can take to get rid of chaos, to rid your life and to rid your body, to rid everything that you are of chaos is to be so true to yourself that... Uh, it's just your mission, really, in life. Yeah, and chaos comes in so many, again, different shapes and sizes and forms. And you're correct in that, you know, there's the chaos of a war zone. There is the chaos of uh, the most gentlest of means. And all of them are tests yeah. to move you away from your purpose and mm-hmm. your will. Emerson said that great are those who see that spirituality mm-hmm. is stronger than any material force and that thoughts rule the world. Mm, I love that. Thoughts are the thing that will guide you. Thoughts get you from here to there and keep you on course and on track for the life you're supposed to be living. It's thoughts. The spirituality is stronger than any material force. The material force in this world, those are the things that build up and can make up the chaos all around you. Live to enjoy and appreciate the the vistas and the clouds and those things that um, perhaps are still in the unpredictable realm, but enjoy the flight of those things. Don't be a chaos chaser. <laughs> it's um it's interesting that when you when you think about this this process, you know, being true to yourself and getting rid of chaos, that chaotic, the negative kind in your life, that the life that's going to result from that is going to be so peaceful and centered and balanced. And, you know, you always have the mantra, no hurry, no worry. And that kind of life is, is elusive for so many people because of what you're saying because of the chaos in the world and and it's almost like I've known a lot of people that it's almost it's almost, they live like if they're not in crisis if they're not in chaos if they're not acting as if their life is so full of chaos it's it's almost like they think that uh you'll think they're not really doing much that they're not busy enough that they're not living enough and that's that's easy I'm just saying the world is just swirling with this stuff there are certain places we go in in the world, and you, we've talked about this, where there are cultures that are very stagnant, and they're living this round-robin kind of life. And as a result, they're very judgmental of the life around them. 
And I had someone to contact me the other day, and they were appreciating a photograph that they had seen of mine. But the first thing they wanted to know is, who took the picture? <laughs> who took that picture? There was some confusion in their own mind. that They wanted the information. They wanted to judge that picture. Now, this seems really simple on the surface, but now stay with me for just a moment. This is a form of chaos. Needing to fill that information in. You need to know. I've got to know. I need to know what's going on over there. I have to uh, find out what your motive is. I need to know. um, uh, Don't hide anything from me. I want to judge you. I need to know what's going on um, where I can't see. What's happening? The need to know these things come as a result of you not knowing your, uh, your own identity. And as a result, you are compelled to chase after chaos. Chaos is confusion. Confusion is not having all of the information that you're, you're seeking. So I want to know everything I can possibly know about you. Who are you? Who are your people? Where did you go to school? How, what is your net worth? What, what do you do for a living? What is your education? What size shoe do you wear? What's going on? This is all confusion to me. And I'm chasing after the chaotic world around me, trying to... Uh, in, input information that uh, is to fill a void that is there because I haven't taken time out of my own existence to come into contact with my inner genius to know who I am and unconditionally love that. And then I can unconditionally love the world around me. And that which seemed chaotic <laughs> yeah. before all of a sudden makes perfectly good sense. Isn't everything you just described, isn't that just an age-old human condition? You know, you know what? I don't want to deal with all of my own issues, so let me find what yours are and point those out and judge that and let me spend all my energy, you know, judging others and, and talking about all of their negative qualities because that's a lot easier than, than dealing with whatever's going on with me. <laughs> it's easier and it's harder. Yeah, it's so much easier true. to deal with you. And it seems easier to follow after that that path of least resistance, which is for me to pick on you and to chase after the chaos and be stimulated by the chaos in the world around me because I'm afraid of what I might find out about myself. Right. And that's the irony of it, right? It's It's It may feel difficult in that first moment, in that first step, but the life that you're going to get to live is is so much... uh, easier, simpler, better. The thing is, is we have the ability as creators created in the image of the creator to conform by imitating what we see and what we hear or to, to create by the confirmation of our imaginations to our original purpose to do one or the other. We're either imitating or we are conforming to our original purpose. We're imitating or we're conforming to our original purpose. Mm. We're imitating or we are conforming (laughs) to our original purpose. By doing these things, we're never confused by the chaos of choices when we're conforming to the genius of our original purpose. I really like um, seeing chaos as really a symptom of not being true to yourself. Then if you find those things creeping into your life or if you find yourself being attracted to those things, that that is a signal. It is a, you know, a flare going up that says, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, you need to reassess who you are. You're not looking within. Where's your original purpose? Where's that originality, that authenticity? Um, I love that there's, it's one or the other. You're not neutral. You're, you're either living that authentic life or you're imitating, you're trying to imitate, and the the results are always going to be the same. Okay, when I lift up the hood, here's the oil stick. Here's the quick check on how to know <laughs> if you are observing correctly or not. Yeah. If you look around and all that you see, you celebrate and you champion and you're willing to edify and see that all is well and all is right, mm. 
then you're not chasing after the chaos. Mm. If you look around and go, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? Why is that burning? What does that mean? That's terrible. That's fantastic. Where are they going? <laughs> you are chasing after the chaos and you need yeah. to time out and fall in love with you and your purpose and your identity. Yes. What is real? That's the question. What is real? Is the universe continually dividing itself into parallel worlds as we some now believe in quantum physics, each with an alternative version of ourselves? Is there such thing as an objective reality at all? Your life is and will be whatever you say it is and will be. You have final say. You have the final authority over what your journey is going to look like. And you do have options. Listen, in quantum physics, each and every choice that you are ever going to face and be faced with has very real consequences. So what does this mean for you? It means that It's all up to you to make this universe count. Choose your desires in accordance with the fate of your original purpose and in a way that is going to leave you with absolutely no regrets. Imagine for the dream job. Be courageous enough to stand up for yourself. Navigate through the noise of negative source energy and all of that chaos by not participating with it. And then stretch yourself every single day to advance your mind and your body and your soul throughout your life and beyond. Yes, there are so many different outcomes to every possible observation that your bias could ever consider. But there is no other universe that has this version of you in it. There is no other future for you other than the one that you choose to believe yourself into. Make this life and your next one your best one by never again considering the chaos that may try to surround you. As you're going through this life and you're working these things out, and I know you can, and it's so much easier to do it this way than the easier way, if that makes any sense. (laughs) This is the easiest way, and that's to become a purposeful kinetic believer, journaling your highest viewpoints, creating thought forms to progressively move yourself through and not to be turned to the left or to the right by the noise of the world around you. And you will absolutely attract great wealth. I'm telling you, it's it's not a respecter of persons. It, it is a respecter of the things that you continually kinetically believe to see yourself um, having in your life. Health is the same way. You could already been diagnosed with some disease and the doctor says there's no way they can get rid of it. You can get rid of it by journaling the highest viewpoint thought form of your perfected healthy body. And I'm telling you, disease will leave your body. And then you've got to change the things that you talk about. Change the way that you speak. Words are things. There's substance to that. In quantum physics, we know that sound has substance and you are attracting the very substance to the words that you're saying. There is a, that's why the positive energy of the words that you speak and the ideas and thought forms that you're creating by speaking are so vitally important to your success. Just say this out loud right now. Just say, I know that I am beautifully made. I know that I'm beautifully made. And perfected health, wealth, and wisdom already belong to me. Perfected health, wealth, and wisdom already belong to me. I'm flowing in the direction of well-being. I'm flowing in the direction of well-being. Not distracted by confusion and chaos. Not distracted by confusion or chaos. Love dwells within me. Love dwells within me. I am in love with myself. I am in love with myself. I unconditionally love all others. I unconditionally love all others. I am continually mastering the universe around me. I'm continually 
personally mastering the universe around me. By journaling my highest viewpoints. By journaling my highest viewpoints. As guideposts for living my best life. As guideposts for living my best life. I have no fear in my life. I have no fear in my life. I don't chase after chaos. I don't chase after chaos. Because I'm not surprised by chaos. Because I'm not surprised by chaos. Since I'm not surprised by chaos. Since I'm not surprised by chaos. I'm not interested in chaos. I'm not interested in chaos. (laughs) Where there is unconditional love. Where there is unconditional love. There can be no chaos. There can be no chaos. I enjoy having fun around all others. I enjoy having fun around all others. I am a light for those that know me. I'm a light for those that know me. For those that meet me. For those that meet me. And for those. And for those. That will never see me again. And that will never see me again. I like that one. <laughs> See ya. That's a good one. Oh, this has been a great episode. Um, what an interesting perspective on chaos, and that it it is an illusion. And you know, and that I liked how you kept taking us back to that concept that the identity of your identity of destination is relative to you, and chaos is relative to everyone in their own in their own path in their own life. So don't look around and assume it's chaotic just because everyone doing their own thing. I love that. That's right. Don't chase after it. Chase after the flame that flickers within and let that shine brightly for all others to see. Shine brightly. Um, Let's uh, talk about kineticbelief.com for just a quick moment. The Purpose Workbook, we're getting great feedback on that. Um, People are, you know, really they're just saying how nice it is to be able to work through something that's, that's, um, it says long, you know, 13 pages sounds long, I guess. But then again, it's not for finding your life's purpose and, and helping you direct your, like your saying that path and that light within. Well, with the Purpose Workbook, what I did, and I did it intentionally, was to reduce down the, the workload to bring, be able to, for a person to be able to bring themselves back to the beginning, mm. to unbecome all of the negative source influence, all of the, the ideas and opinions and thought forms of other people that have been trying to direct you in your own life. And so you can get, nobody really knows you except for you. And you might not even know who you are. Most people don't. And so you do this through the uh, Purpose Workbook, and I take you back to the beginning for you to consider who you are, why you are here, what makes you different, not alike anybody else, but what makes you different, what is your genius. We locate that and we bring it all the way down to two words. And then from those two words, that's the baseline. We begin to draw it out from there. And then you just fall in line with that and begin kinetically uh, belief journaling right on through for the rest of your life, enjoying the best life. Yeah, the next step, perfect uh, accompaniment to that is going to be the 100-Day Guided Manifestation Journal, which uh, I was just, I was taking another look at that the other day. And I have to say, it is beautiful. Every page is a work of art. And I love the way that you, every day isn't just guided, but I love that it sort of ramps up ever just a little bit every single day and and so you sort of have this really nice crescendo at the end of 100 days and it's amazing the work that that does to you know really just maintain those thought forms to hold on to them and not let them go for 100 days um, that's quite the feat i like to think of that journal as the colors of the wings of a butterfly we've been talking about butterflying away as of late mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with the 100 day guided journal and you are able to spread your wings in your own personal identity and little by little day after day begin that journey 
taking those baby steps, you start flapping your wings and then like <laughs> the wings of a butterfly flower, the colors of a flower meeting the sky, all of a sudden you are aloft and you're well on your way, unbecoming all those things you were never meant to be. You just take flight and all that's available at kineticbelief.com. And don't forget to follow Stephen on Instagram at Stephen Canyon and check out the events page as well. We're adding new events every single day. Always a pleasure, Megan. This has been great. Um, I love it. The illusion of chaos. And it is an illusion, as we found out today. Go get your violin. <laughs> I think I Let's will. Let's play some music. Let's play this weekend. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. Well, thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.